I would like to begin the homily today with a very important question for us to begin to reflect and to dive deeper into our journey of faith. Paul in his second reading, on our second reading today, asked a very simple question. Who are we professing on our hearts and on our lips? Who are we professing on our hearts and on our lips? Because in our gospel reading today, we see Jesus being tempted by three different things. These three things can become gods in themselves in our own lives and lead us to no room in our own hearts, our own minds, and we are professing gods that aren't truly gods. Power, pleasure, and prestige. All three of these things are good in themselves, but sometimes in our lives, and maybe our lives, period, those three things become gods in themselves and rule our hearts, our minds, and leave us no room for God. But what they end up leading and showing us is we're unsatisfied and uncontent. So let us begin to look at these three temptations to see what we can learn from them and what they show and illustrate for us. The first temptation begins with turning simply stone into bread. Jesus was just sitting, was just in the desert for 40 days, praying, preparing himself for his mission. And so to hear and to think about turning stone into bread for someone who is hungry makes sense. When we're hungry ourselves, we begin to go looking for food. What is interesting and funny too as about our human nature is our desired inclination towards food. On Ash Wednesday, Father Flynn and I had an opportunity just to relax for a little bit and sit and chit-chat. And in our conversation, usually it can go into any different, you know, many facets in any different direction. But what was weird was on Ash Wednesday, the only things we could talk about were steak, <laughs> were burgers, and biscuit with gravy that included sausage and bacon in it. <laughs> but we, it helps illustrate for us to see that desire for food, that temptation of our, our physical desire is always a part, always among us, and always present in our lives. That's just food. We have other desires that lead us into other directions. Whether that's sexual, whether that's visual, these temptations lead us astray, away, and become gods in themselves. But as these temptations occur in our lives, does, are we satisfied with what we're receiving? Because I don't know about you, there's some days where after a meal, I'm not very satisfied with it. I'm full physically, but not content and not satisfied with the meal. 
So what, what does that lead me to do? It leads me to then go on and to find snacks in the pantry and just begin to snack on, on, and on. And then we begin to ask ourselves, why are we overweight? Why are we diabetic? Why do we have high cholesterol? These all are the temptations of our inner desires. But what is it saying about us? We're yearning for something more. We're wanting something more. The second temptation is the evil spirits brought Jesus to see all of the kingdoms all at once. It helps illustrate for us power. If you do what I command you, you can have all of these kingdoms. What is power at its core? Power is the ability to affect change. Change in ourselves, change in those around us. That is what true power is. But you and I have this desire to have power, have this to lead others, but not lead to affect change, but to dictate what people do in our lives, to dictate how they should perform, how they should be effective. In some sense, to put people in slavery to us. That is what power we want. But what does that do? It leads us to climb the chain higher and higher and higher to gain more power. But as you come up, do you really have power? What is interesting is I find infant children have the most power. I was on vacation and I, I came across a family Husband is, say, husband is wearing a shirt and saying, I have power, or I am the boss. The wife is then wearing a shirt that says, I am the true boss. And then the child is wearing, I am the real boss. Because in some sense, a child will cause destruction in the family, cause change, because the schedule of a child dictates everything a family can do. It affects change. It causes change. And finally, the last one is Jesus is then brought to the parapets of Jerusalem, the center of everything, the center of culture, the center of worship, the center of everyone's life, brought to the top, and said, if you jump off, God will then send the angels to save you, to rescue you. The prestige. But what does that do? Jesus responds, you should not tempt me. Because what is prestige at the end of the day? Prestige leads us to feel our ego, feel our self-centeredness, blow our heads up as a balloon. But out of the power, pleasure, and prestige, my dear brothers and sisters, all three of them are temporary. 
all three of these things don't bring us satisfaction. Don't bring us content. They bring us a temporary desire, a temporary happiness, and a temporary joy. And as soon as that balloon explodes, we're then seeking for more. We're then seeking more in power, more in prestige, more in pleasure. Thinking that it's going to satisfy me. Think that it's going to bring me this joy that I'm seeking. That is going to bring me this happiness I'm longing and yearning for. But what does it really do? It brings us to the bottom. It gives us the false sense of joy, of hope, of contentment. So then, my dear brothers and sisters, what is the answer for that? The answer is, what are we professing with our mouth and what are we professing with our hearts? Because the God that we're looking at today in our gospel reading is a God that has overcome temptation. A God that has illustrated from Deuteronomy that we're here today. A God that has been in relation with all of us. A God that wants to be in relationship with all of us. To walk with us every moment of our lives and show us what true love means. Bring us true joy and contentment in life. But all it takes is to turn to him. We see in our first temptation his response. Man does not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. To find true, con to be content, to be satisfied, to be happy, is in God and in God himself. He is the one that's going to give us all those meanings in our lives to inform us of all that purpose but most importantly in power affect change in each and every one of us but what is different about jesus christ and god himself is he doesn't force us to enter that relationship he doesn't put his power on us and demand us to obey him He's waiting for ourselves to truly and freely respond to that. Our Lenten journey is just that, my dear brothers and sisters. It's to begin to get back to the roots, get back to the basics of our faith. Do we believe in God? Is He the center of our life? Or do we have other gods dominated in ruling our lives? Do we have things preventing us from entering into that relationship with God? Because our God, Jesus Christ, illustrated for us that he has overcome temptation for us. He has shown us the way to the Father. He has shown us how to enter into relationship with him. But the question for us today is, do we choose that relationship? Because my dear brothers and sisters, some days it's honestly easier to choose power, to choose pleasure, and to choose prestige. So as we continue our journey in Lent, 
let us peel back the onion of our lives so that we can get back to the basics of our faith, to allow God to be the God of our lives and rid of ourselves the false gods of power, pleasure, and prestige so that we can truly live a life of freedom, so that we can truly be happy and joyful and content with everything that we do. But most importantly, to come and seek a God who's been waiting for each and every one of us to respond to his love, to be in relationship with him, to be reborn again in new life, to begin a life of love, of joy, and of happiness. Amen.